and welcome to Meanwhile in the Falklands for the third time <laughs> within like five minutes. Right, sorry listener, um, yeah, this is the third time we have started in this podcast. Minutes. I've just had to have a big lecture, I've got to give everyone a big lecture on finding the funny. But anyway, we're back, it's number 98, I'm Paula. And I'm Steve. And I'm Connie. Yes, so we're sitting here in the sitting room. For the first time in yes, weeks. Yes, we're no longer on the bed. We're no longer sitting and on I the also, bed. I hope we don't get bowled out before we get to 100. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no one's going to get that joke. So we're on number 98 podcast, if you're with us. If you're still listening, you might have just switched off and gone, right, that's it. Dad's losing it. Dad's losing it. Um, so... <laughs> Falkland Islands don't top this one. <laughs> the Falkland Islands Cricket Club are undefeated in Jamaica because they've actually played in Jamaica yes. and remain undefeated. We do. For the reason you have to listen back at other podcasts and that's where we're going to leave that one. Okay, good. And next subject. <laughs> so I have, do I have a list here. Um, so we're not on the bed anymore. Um, we are in the sitting room, so it's not... As, I like that bed, actually. It's because of the bed knobs and broomsticks thing, I think. Yes, we can't travel anywhere on the sofa. No, it's very true. Oh, though, right, so somebody's tagged me. I don't like these kind of things usually, but I like this one. This is a whole um, book thing, you know, books that have influenced you. And um, it's totally, totally down my street. But when you were younger, did you not... Did you read the Eni Blyton books, like The Wishing Chair? And the no, faraway tree and all that? No. Oh, did you not? No, I was a Lord of the Rings What, Hobbit. even when you were little? Little, little. Were you reading... I wasn't Lord... really a big reader when I was little. I remember my daddy, I think my parents were a bit worried I was going to be illiterate. And uh, they, my dad started bringing home comics, and particularly the Commando little booklets. Oh, those little ones, yeah. Which were a bit more wordy, and that's how I got into reading, to be honest. Were they the cartoony ones, like the... Uh, yeah, novels. but but they but they were um, the commando books. They were they're a bit more than comic because they were they were I don't know smaller than the A four sort of comic, um, and they were a bit thicker and they had longer stories. But yeah, no, I was really into them, and that's really how I got to read them. Yeah, I, guess. I I do like graphic novels, but my problem with graphic novels is um, I've seen people try and give them to people who are not confident readers as an alternative but all the writing is in capital letters so you're not actually mm. reading like things what, what kind of things do you remember reading when you were little connie the fairy books the oh fairy, goodness the i fairy. remember the fairy books the rainbow fairy books we had i think all of them in the end well hazel collected them and then she i don't know what she then went on to but then for some reason i got all of them I just kept them in my bookshelf and I only read, like, the actual Rainbow series, never read, like, any of the others. Because there was things like Pup Idol and The Magic Kitten and all that. I mean, it was... I'm sorry, listen, if you're into that kind of thing, then that's that's fine. But for me, I thought it was absolutely <laughs> drivel. Absolute drivel. I remember having to read those in bed to the girls when they were teeny tiny. Yes, and what was it? Kate and Re- Katie and Rachel, who'd met the... Fairies. So, spoiler alert, listener. So, the Rainbow We're Fairies. We're in the whole story <laughs> there now. There was Rainbow Fairies, Jewel Fairies and stuff oh like that. Oh my goodness, there was... 
So these two human girls called Katie and Rachel, who had found these fairies and could see them and could be made into small fairies and help them out in the fairy kingdom. Yeah, and they always bumped into Jack Frost. Jack Frost, who was actually... Well, he was a serial offender, really, wasn't he? And they should have just locked him up and thrown away the key and then everything would have been fine. Yeah, but it's magical, Mum. You can get out. You can get out. I must have blocked that from my memory anyway. So um, it's been a bit of a nostalgic week, actually, because somebody on Twitter had posted a photograph of um, a, a pudding. It was um, a chocolate crunch and pink sauce. Oh, my goodness. And oh, said... Favourite pudding. Who remembers having this at school... Me. Hand shot up. Who remembers having this school school? I think mainly the seventies. I think probably. But you did you uh, have it? I don't yeah, remember. I, I remember that one of my favourite moments because I mean it was a big. I don't know why school meals just went downhill, but they did. Mm. But for I don't know from the, when I went to school at five up till I was about fifteen, I think. So you know, I remember school meals with a, a great fondness yeah great fondness because they were just fantastic and then i remember like when i was in the sixth one they introduced pizza and chips and it was and I was just rubbish it was just you know beans and you know and they count out of you know unhealthy food really yeah and it was absolutely but chocolate crunch and pink sauce oh my goodness it See, was I don't remember. The only pudding I remember having at school, and it's obviously primary school, was semolina. And I remember one, and it was absolutely delicious, clearly made on the premises. And I remember that on our on our lunch table, we had um, twins, and I can't remember what their names are. Um, and we couldn't tell, the, they were identical twins, we couldn't tell the difference between them, so we called them both twin. And there was only one girl in our whole class called Donna who could tell the difference between the two of them. And one of the twins had been ill, and um, when the semolina came round on our table, he said, oh, can I take some for my brother? Because it's his favourite. And that's the only thing I remember about school dinners. Do you remember yeah. school dinners? I didn't. I only had school dinners once. All the rest of the times I had packed lunches, which we had, the hall was split. So one side would be all the people who had school dinners and they had the, either the red band or the green band, depending whether they were a carnivore or a Fridgy. vegetarian. And then the other half was all the people who bought packed lunches. And if you ate your packed lunch, when you had to, when you finished, as you walked out, a lunch lady would have to look in your packed lunch to see if you'd eaten it all. That's really and if you sad. hadn't, they would send you back to the table to eat it. Aww. So I remember all the time waiting for them to be at the top of the hall so I could just run. Aww. <laughs> See, I don't think it's right to force children to eat. No. And I used to help out in the... So I, I worked at a primary school, and at lunchtimes I used to be one of the lunch ladies for the reception class. And we had this little boy who obviously had not yet turned five. He was only little. And his mum would give him four little uh, wholemeal uh, bread sandwiches and a yoghurt and a piece of fruit and something else and something else and he had loads he was only a little lad it took him 45 minutes just to eat his blimmin sandwiches and in the end we had to say to him look can you cut down his sandwiches because the poor lad just really struggled didn't have any lunch time to play or anything 
because he was too busy eating his, his sandwiches. Yeah, well, I, I must admit, I don't remember any of that from school because I remember that everybody went into the school meals wanting to eat them. Yeah. So, you, the, the, you know, you didn't have to have people standing at the uh, exit making sure everybody... No, but this was packed lunches. This is what your parents have made, made you eat. So. Yeah. I remember there was the packed lunch brigade, but, oh, my goodness, I mean, fortunately, um, one of my best mates in the UK... His mom was a dinner lady in the seventies. Yeah. And knows the recipe Ooh. for chocolate fudge. If, and in fact, here's we a, have the recipe. Here's a story list. There, I, I remember years and years ago, I'd, uh, I'd I'd left the area and I was driving through and I thought I'd just pop in, and uh, he was still with his parents, you know, with his parents at the time. And I popped in, and uh, he was he he wasn't back. So I quickly phoned him and I said, "How long are you going to be until you get back?" And he said, "Oh, probably." 45 minutes. I said, oh, it's all right. I'll hang around and I'll talk to your, your, your mum and dad. Anyway, in that 45 minutes, his mum knocked <laughs> up a batch of chocolate crunch and made pink sauce as well. Bless her. And when he walked in through the door back from work, I was sitting at the dining room table eating a huge bowl of, I think I had three pieces of chocolate crunch and a, an absolute, you, you, you know, fountain yeah. of pink sauce. And he just said, my mum really does this for me. I oh. said, well, it's fantastic, mate. You're you know, special. I'm special. You're special. I, um, I went to an all-girls school and I, I don't remember much about the um, lunches, but I do remember we went through a stage where they had suspected that there was a girl who uh, was being sick in the day and so what they did was they um we had to when we went into our into the lunch hall you had to show uh, there was a teacher and you had to show them what food you'd got on your plate and they ticked you off to say yes you had eaten and then when you came back you had to show them you know how much you'd eaten and stuff oh, it was just dreadful do you know what your school sounds like an authoritarian state <laughs> I don't remember school like this. I'm sorry, I... you're the one who sent me there. Yeah. No, my school. Yeah. Oh, your school. But my no. school, you guys sent me there. Well, in addition to the chocolate crunch, I, I, do you know what? I could, I could remember all the puddings. Crunch. We used to, when I was in the first year of senior school, we got sat on um, very early and they mixed you up with different year groups. So you'd get to know different, you know, different yeah. people from different yeah. years. And uh, my mate at the time, a guy called Adrian Hurst, he, um, we, we got on his sister's table. So there's me and Adrian, and um, there was eight on the table, and all her friends were like third stroke, fourth year girls. And, and they were all kind of, you know, interested in their figures right. and looks and stuff like that. So, and they used to literally just bring round a big pot of yes. rice pudding. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And because we came along, we'd had, I can't remember what we'd had for the, the main meal, but it came along with a big sort of billy can of rice pudding. And none of the girls wanted any. So me and Adrian had like eight people's worth of <laughs> rice pudding. God, I bet you feel ill after that. Oh my that. goodness, we, 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 our stomachs were so yeah. extended. But we ate it all. You know, it was a challenge, but we got there. Um, anyway, in a roundabout way, this is quite topical because they're, uh, in the Falkland Islands, you, neither of the schools do um school meals no nope. there's no school meals available um so you have to go home for lunch but uh, did you not i think there was in your gcse year well certainly the older ones um gcse year if you had to do lessons over lunchtime 
you, you, you were vision lessons. You could take a packed lunch in, couldn't you, and sit yeah. and eat it, yeah. But no um, lunch. Lunch is quite a big thing in the Falklands. You have an hour and a half uh, for the schools. The schools have an hour and a half for lunch, yes. don't they? Well, and, and you know, it's good. It's it's very lovely in one way because the whole place shuts down pretty much yeah, for lunch. Yeah. So as everybody goes home. Quite continental. So you know there was not talk. all the not all the shops are shut, but a lot of the shops shut. There are quite a few, yeah. And uh it's and it's uh And there well, was talk, I'm sure, a few years ago that someone was gonna open a school canteen or something. Um, but I don't know what happened to that because obviously it's also, quite there's there not a lot of space, talk is about there? Having um a school uniform that included some oh, there's no kind school of uniform, bonnet. Right? Bonnet. <laughs> and we automatically all just went, no. A bonnet? Yeah, they wanted girls to wear, they wanted boys and, the boys and girls to wear like some kind of hat. Yeah, I had to wear a hat. I had to wear a boater. I had cloaks. We were, we were like proper full on Hogwarts at our school. Yes, but what year was that? Well, it was in the 80s. So, um, <laughs> we, anyway, let's move on uh, from school. And, oh, I just I just miss home. I just want to go home. Um, if you're in lockdown, um, I'm sure you are finding up what we are finding, which is your hair is just growing all over the place. Uh, Mr. Phones, you are really cultivating a bit of a David Bellamy yes, there, aren't you? I'm, I'm, well, I'm beginning to wonder because, it, because it, you know, I've got described as a badger. I've got this it's white lovely. streak, yeah, salt and, um, and uh, but it's, it's getting whiter and whiter. So, I think if I keep going, I'll probably turn into Father Christmas, to be honest. Or Keith Bars, one of the two. What? Well, yes, but <laughs> hey, do you ever see those two together? You don't, do you? No, you don't. Um, one of the benefits of being in lockdown with a hair and makeup student is that she'll actually cut your hair for you. So, um, Connie... You ask nicely. <laughs> nice, nicely. And um, don't judge my, what I'm doing. So, Connie cut my hair the other day and you did a very good job, thank you very much. And she also dyed it as well. Um, I attempted to cut your hair and it wasn't until I was about halfway through that I realised I wasn't wearing my glasses. Um, are you happy lovely. with my cut that I did? You, I, you were fully giving me instructions and... Yeah. What did you say? It was all about sectioning or something. That's the yeah. key to key to a good haircut. Yeah, Se- straight sections. Straight sections. Because I've uh, we did have a look at some stuff on online and on YouTube, and there's a lot of people who who put their hair in a ponytail and then just cut that. But it always seems to end in disaster. Really. That's what they normally do if you're like donating your hair. Okay. So if you've got really long hair and you want to donate most of it, they'll put <clears> it in a ponytail cut that cut that ponytail mm. so the hair is all together yeah and then they'll obviously cut the hair afterwards so it's all the same length and yeah nice nice um so yes so connie and i are okay but steve's looking a bit wild and woolly really aren't you let's face it i look like i've been on a big adventure for about <laughs> three months you do um so let's have a look at some recommendations this week um Connie, do you want to go first? You said you had a recommendation. Oh, yes. It's both on Facebook and Instagram. I don't know what their Facebook thing... Uh, not Facebook. I don't know what their Instagram name is, but it's probably the same as Facebook, and it's called History Photographed. Okay. And basically, they put up random photos from history, and there was one a couple of days ago where it was these four men, obviously from four different generations, all who were part of different wars. Okay. All in one photo. 
So it's like it's proper so it's stuff. Like it's not like a fakey satire no, thing. No, it's actually like okay. real photos, but it's like really random. So it's like, oh, here's a photo from like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds of these people standing here, and it's like, oh, this is so and so from this year, and it's like, oh, interesting. I like how they. I've seen this before where they've done. This is maybe not what you're talking about. Where they take a a historical photo. And then they take a modern day photo of the same place and they blend the two together. Have you seen those? Oh no. So like you have the D Day people. It's a big mashup like Glee. It's a big mashup like Glee. It's totally like a big mashup like Glee. Uh, where you've got like D Day (laughs) soldiers coming on the beach and then you, and that's all in black and white. And then as the, as the, uh, across the picture, it sort of fades into colour. And then you've got people sitting on that same beach in bikinis and swimwear and sort of, you know, enjoying the sun. But do you remember that so Glee not like Glee at all. Well, no, but do you oh remember that goodness. Glee mashup where it was living on a prayer? Glee have done loads of mashups. Don't and sing start it. me up. Don't sing it because... I'm not going right. to sing it. But what was the other one they mashed that up with? Cause it was... Oh, my God. She's just said. living on a prayer and start me up. There you go. Yeah. Well, they've done loads. They did Umbrella and something or other and the there's a Duran Duran. Yeah, there's loads of them. It's they're the... It's it was quite a big um thing, wasn't it? Because they did a lot of mashups in what's that film, where the a cappella singers, oh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Yeah. They did a lot in that as well. Yeah, but Glee was before that. Yeah, I was yeah. forced into watching Glee by my daughter. You were forced into watching. Oh my Glee. goodness! What a lie! <laughs> <laughs> um, How Steve, many times did I have you going, Connie? Glee's on. Let's watch it. Um, yeah, I was only trying to appease you. Steve, what are you recommending this week? I am going to recommend. Um, a couple of TV series that you can do catch up. You've done a bit of binge watching, haven't you? Oh my goodness, yes. So, Killing Eve on season three. Yeah. I love it. Just, just awesome, awesome, awesome. Never seen it before. Mm. Heard lots and lots about it. Saw that series two was coming up. I thought, go on to BBC iPlayer, see what it's all about. Watch the first one, hooked. Mm. And um. And yeah, and it's it's just brilliant. The the other one, which um, again, I'd heard I'd heard about, but not interested in until I watched the first one was um, Normal People. It's a little bit racy, little bit racy, fruity, fruity and racy, racy and fruity. But if you've ever been, if you've been to university, it will bring back a lot of. It's really nostalgic about life at university, and I. And like sixth form and stuff like that. Okay. So um, it did bring back a lot of fond memories for me. Okay. All right. Um, I've got a recommendation, but you won't be able to do anything about it until later on the year, because, ladies and gentlemen, I have had <coughs> a reply from Matador, and they are willing to publish my book. Yay! Woo! So see, we're so enthusiastic here. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to have a book launch later on in the year. Once everything is, if it's safe to do so, of course, um, that's the, that's the big thing. Yes. Um, back back in the old Falkland Islands. It's only taken so quite, many years. Yeah, quite a few years. I was looking at that actually because um, I think something came up on my memories on Facebook, and I thought, yeah, it's been quite some time since I started that, and yeah, I've started a book and stuff like that. It's taken a long time to get this far. Um, but anyway, have a look at me. I'm on Twitter as well. Have a look at Rita underscore Seagull um, and follow me there. I am going to keep that name, I've decided. I am going to write under that name. Okay. Um, 
so have a look at that um, and give me a follow, please. That would be marvellous. Um, so anyway, we have now finished our tea and come to the end and you're watching, what's this called you've got on the TV? Taboo. Taboo. That's my next binge watch. That's your next binge watch. Um, I'm going to watch The Great British Sewing Bee. Let's all praise this online, on-demand, um, you know, TV stuff. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah and, the, and the other thing is, I mean, um, I went and saw it at cinema twice because it's such a brilliant film. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman. Yeah, well, I saw Emma three times, so you know. Yeah. But, three uh, times. Yeah. I know. It's really. I, I really liked it. Once, so there you go. Yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah, but the, the gentleman is, uh, no word of a lie, the best film I have seen, possibly ever, but certainly in the last ten years. And now available on DVD. Now available on DVD. Yeah. Okay, so Do listen. You remember the Avengers? Just saying. <laughs> is that your favourite film, The Avengers? No, it's Greece, but like that was good. That was made yeah. years ago. But do you remember the event? Do you remember when they all came back in those like um circle things and they're like, "Oh, look, we're from the past, and we're gonna kill it's you." Spoiler alert for our listeners. Sorry, you know, well, if you haven't no. watched it by now, you should have. Yeah. Do you know what you you've said that, and I that's the last one, isn't it? And we were in the Cayman Islands when we watched that, didn't we? And it was three and a half hours long. It was like a mammoth film. That was an epic, but they were really comfortable seats. In, yeah, yeah. I watched it here. Yeah, but yeah. no, I just remember that film. I was thinking, that is, that is, that's even longer than Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord yes, of the Rings is good, Lord epic. Of, like Lord of the Rings, Avengers. Yes, they won't hear you. Listener can't hear you if you whisper. Okay. Also, I'm doing hand gestures. She's doing that hand Avengers gestures. is higher than Lord for the benefit of the tape. She's ranking those two Massive opinions. Films. But there you go. Anyway, let's uh, leave it there. Listener, have a look at the uh, FITV Facebook page. Oh, and also have a look at Falkland Rocks uh, Facebook page as well. Uh, it is a private group, so you have to ask to join it. Um, we've got some painted rocks. That's something you could be doing in lockdown right now. Get your paints out and paint some rocks. Um, but have a look at the FITV Facebook page. At the moment, if you go to our website, fitv.co.fk, uh, you'll be able to watch the programmes uh, without the paywall up at the moment. Uh, that may change. You might be li The listener might be listening to this in like 10 years' time. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? I, mean, I must admit, the um, if I was back in the Falklands now, I would be having a go at my, the, those Airfix models I've had in there. Thank plus, goodness, plus yeah. For, um, that's what we're going to do for the two weeks we're in quarantine when we yes. actually get back. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Anyway, uh, join us next week. Thanks, listener. Bye. 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 How was that? I don't know, because last time, when it went over...